Wake up and live. And today we are talking to Quinton Sander, Mindset Coach, and we are zoning in on uh, resilience. Now, I don't know, how good are you at adapting, at recovering, at bouncing back, facing adversity, trauma, stress? Well, let's find out from Quinton. Good to have you on Morning Bliss, Quinton. Hi, how are you doing? I'm very, very well. Thank you for joining us. So today we're talking about res- uh, resilience and we yes. all understand it very differently. Yes. In layman's terms, what are we talking about? So I think what you mentioned there is exactly right. Uh, resilience, I, I oftentimes explain resilience as um, mental toughness. So it's a, probably another good way of explaining it is, is how do you cope in challenging situations, um, whether that be in your workspace, whether it's family, whether it's relationships. Resilience is just um, a, a a way of us explaining how you can how good are you at coping with life's challenges. Mm. And um, there are some pointers, well, you know, key components uh, that actually help you to understand whether you're coping. And maybe every now and then we need to ask those, you know, we need to apply those components. Um, Would you like to highlight some of those uh, components? Yeah, sure. So so there's a few few key points that that I'll mention. And one one of them is um, a positive mindset that always comes into play, in fact, all of the work that I do with people essentially comes down to one thing, and it's actually working on your mindset. Um, so, my, you know, your mindset will determine how resilient you are. Um, uh, we call and then next to the next thing also that comes into play is emotional regulation. Emotional regulation. That means how good are you at managing your emotions? It's not to say that you don't have anger or you don't have these emotions because they are helpful, but it's just how good are you at managing them? Okay, so um, the next, the other point that I want to mention is, and this comes, people don't always recognize this, which is um, social support. You know, um, there's a, there's a uh, if you read most self-help books, they will at some point talk about Who's the five closest people that you spend the most time with? Um, that plays a massive part in how resilient you are. If you're around negative people or you're around people that don't ha- aren't resilient, you typically will also not be as resilient as, as you sh- might need to be. Um, adaptability is another big key point is how adaptable are you to changes? You know, when changes come about, do you totally lose lose your momentum or are you able to be flexible, whether that's in the workspace? Again, um, I see this quite often where companies, when they make changes, some, some individuals will really struggle with that um, because they just, they're not very resilient. Um, a massive area where, where that contributes is problem-solving skills. You know, how how good are you at solving problems or every time when there is problems, do you struggle? 
um, that's resilience. Um, you know, are you are you resilient in the sense that you can solve problems, or or do you always just struggle and get negative about things? Um, is a ma- massive key area. Um, and then I think a, a, another thing that that's important is purpose. You know, people who are typically very resilient, they've got a very deep sense of purpose. Um, just in general in life or whether it be with, with their family, whatever it might be. Um, I also see this quite a bit is people that are resilient, healthy coping, care, coping mechanisms. That means, you know, when things get tough, they will go for a run. They will go to gym. They'll go do something helpful or, or healthy to cope with things as opposed to going and having seven beers or whatever the case is. Um, so I think, I think those are sort of the, the main areas that contribute to whether a person is resilient or not. <clears throat> you know, ever since the introduction of you know technology, I'm talking about Androids and all that, I, yes. This is just an observation where you find a lot of people then become they they withdraw, and the, and the, and they just sink in their phones. It, could that be also a, a a a red flag to actually say here we could have a problem? Someone is not coping, or maybe that's their coping mechanism. What what what's your take on that? I think I think it's different for single person. I don't think there's a one size fits all, but it, it depends on. Um, so it depends on the sort of um, attitude. If you, I don't know, I can't find the right word, but it depends on the individual. So you have this thing: if somebody, if somebody, every time when things get tough, they just um, go into their own little space, and 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 it's an, it, it, there's a negative energy behind that. Then I would say, no, it's probably not helpful. I can tell you now, in general, whether we, whether you go and go have a bit of quiet space or whatever, that might be helpful. But if if you just totally withdraw from life um, and you go and do something like that, probably not helpful. Um, but it would ba- be based on the individual. Here's the thing: people that are resilient typically um, spend time with other people. So when they when they go through a tough time, they will have friends that they will meet and. Um, speak to and get another perspective and um, they won't just withdraw because if you, I think if you're withdrawing, that's probably like, you, like you're saying now a, a sign that you, you, you're not coping. Mm. And I was about to ask that question, what are the red flags? You live with someone and what should we look out for? Or even just as an individual, what should I look out for to say, Bertha, you're going down. I think I think again it's very different for everybody because some people might get quiet um, because that's how they're dealing with things. They they're slowing down and they 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 themselves um, preparing themselves on how to deal with things. So uh, you know again when when I'm working with clients and you know when I'm coaching and stuff like that, I don't there's not a one size fits all like oh these are the three key areas of how to identify. I think it's very, and I think this is why it's so difficult, is that that people don't pick up that somebody's struggling because they um, because the, the signs are different for every single person. But I think oftentimes is we don't listen to people. 
So if you've got a partner or a friend or whatever it is, if you genuinely listen to that person when they talk and, and when you spend some time with them, you'll, you'll hear or you pick up that they, that, that something's, that they, that they're not coping. Um, there's telltale signs that if somebody goes and drinks every single night, that's probably a good telltale sign that they, that they're not, uh, that they're struggling. So I think that's sort of the one key area that you could possibly say. But I think, I think it's always, about listening to people, if it's a partner or if it's a, um, a, a um, co-worker, whatever it is, um, is is to listen to that person. I think that's a key thing. Is people don't listen to other people; they think they do, but they don't really. They just listen and just move on. They're just so so caught up in their own things. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, let's uh, open, well, the lines are open now, our lines of communication right here on Morning Bliss. You can always give us a call wherever you are. Maybe you are struggling or maybe you know someone that you live with is struggling or you just want to share your view 0860002032 or otherwise you can send us your uh, voice note on 0614104107 on our WhatsApp number. Chatting to Quinton Sander, Mindset Coach and talking about resilience. So, how then do you cultivate resilience? So there's, there's a few areas. Um, and, and the one thing that's always going to come up is, like I mentioned, is your mindset. Um, you know, you, you have to invest on, uh, in your, you know, as they're saying, you have to, the number one thing you should be investing in is yourself. So developing, we've spoken before on the show about the growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. So, you know, a growth mindset is you're constantly changing and you're open to change where a fixed mindset is is only one way and I and I and I, and I don't change if that makes sense. So I think the the, the number one thing that um the number one thing that you can do to cultivate resilience is to invest in your mindset, invest in your thinking and, and yourself essentially. Um Another big thing, here's the thing with, with, with resilience. As you go through life, life situations will naturally teach you lessons, um, but it's what you do with that. So I think a key area for cultivating um, grit or resilience is to always have a positive outlook on life challenges um, because that's, way, that's the way you'll learn the, the lessons that need to be learned um, in all these situations and that. So yes, another key thing I want to just mention is, is that resilience is not something that you're just born with. It's actually a, 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 a thing that you, it's a skill that you can learn. Um, so it's, it's important to know that it's not just something you're naturally born with. Um, having clear and meaningful goals um, is another way you can cultivate um, resilience by having and, and writing down your goals, what is it that you want to do with, with your business or your life or whatever it is, um, when you've got that very clear, that also helps you in the tough times to be more resilient, right? Because you know where you're going. It doesn't matter what other people are saying or, or what the, how, if they're being negative or whatever, because if you have those clear goals, you know exactly what, what you want to do with life, if that makes sense. Um, I think another thing is like I've just touched on just now was the um, ch- um, life challenges, right? And and um, 
facing those head-on. Um, you know, the, the more challenges, here's the thing, the more challenges you have, the more learning opportunities you actually have. It's not a negative thing. It's actually a positive thing. If the same things start appearing in your life, it's probably also a telltale sign that there's lessons that you haven't learned. Um, and then emotional intelligence, again, it ties in with the whole mindset thing, is, is, is learning how to cope with your, or how, learning how to manage your, your um, emotions. Because your emotions, so, so this is how it works, right? Your thoughts and your thinking determine your emotions. Okay, your emotions determine the actions you take every day. So if you if you if you emotions all over the show and you and you're just not in, in, in um, you're not um, managing those, it will have a massive impact on your life and stuff. And um, and I think that's another key thing that you have to focus on. Um, here's another area, and we just touched on it just now, is um, or, or a way that you can cultivate um, um, more resilience is the people that you hang around with. Okay, your support support network. Okay, uh, you know, I always tell people this. If you want to level up your life, the number one thing you have to start doing is start surrounding yourself with different people. Um, so if you, want to, if you want to cultivate a more resilience in your life, there's a strong possibility you, you need to focus on the people that you have around you because they will have a massive impact on whether how you cope with things. If they're going to be negative constantly around you, that will determine how resilient you are um, in situations or, 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 or life, life situations. Um, yeah, I think mindfulness will, will be another thing that always comes up, right? Um, you know, a lot of times when I'm coaching people, the number one thing we're focusing on is them just being aware, them slowing down everything so that they can actually be in the moment or being mindful of, what's going on around them. And so many people are just getting through life. Um, you know, they're just on autopilot. They just get through life and the days just go by. So I think a big thing is mindfulness of slowing everything down. When you do that, you naturally become more resilient. Um, it's, just a, it's just like a byproduct of it. Um, I think, yeah, those, those are sort of the key ones. Now, I think here's another thing. I often do this with clients is celebrate your wins or your successes. You know, we're very quick to say, oh, I didn't do this right, I didn't do this. But we don't celebrate the wins. And I often start my calls with saying, what's one win you had for the week? Yeah. It doesn't mean that you have to have closed a million rands worth of deals or whatever. Small things, like this week I won because I ate healthier, or I did this, or I did that. Small things. But celebrate those things. We don't do that. We yeah. don't slow ourselves down and, and, and actually focus on that. So I think those are the key things I would say on how you can build your resilience. Quentin, let me take one voice note so that uh, we can wrap up. Let's hear what okay, cool. let's let's hear what's what what's being said. Cool. Good morning, Beta and the brilliant team. How are you today? I just wanted to ask the, the guest here. How can you differentiate between resilience and, and, and stubbornness? Uh, how can you differentiate the two? Because I don't think resilience can lead to someone being angry when, when you're not being corrected or, or, or if you do that, the things wrong. 
and and and, and stubbornness i think is 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 just this full of i know so can can the guest differentiate the two for me please thank you that's interesting resilience and stubbornness how do you differentiate the two the whole thing is so the question was um what's the dif- how do you recognize the difference yes um i think again it depends on the situation because it's difficult you know if you don't have all the information um i think oftentimes i can see where the where the um listener um, you know i can understand where the listener can sometimes how do you just differentiate between those two i think um on, depending on the situation, I, I really wouldn't be able to say to you uh, based on that information. But I think I think you had a key thing. If somebody is resilient, they won't necessarily be stubborn. Okay, a resilient person is 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 able to um, look at their own faults, or if they need to change things, they're open to that. Remember, I, I spoke about this mindset of growth versus fixed. A growth mindset means that you're open to change. You're open to looking at things differently. You're open to looking at yourself um, in, a, in, a, in a positive way. I think um, if you're stubborn, usually it's probably not a good sign because stubbornness usually will come out as in this is my way or the highway, okay? And I don't want to discuss anything. That's just the way it is, and I'm going to be stubborn. So I think, I don't know if that would be helpful, but I think that would be, a sort of very basic key idea of the difference between am I being stubborn now or am I being um, or am I, or am I being resilient? Resilience usually means that you, you it doesn't mean that you um, just have one way. You're open to to different perspectives. Yeah, Quentin, thank you so much for joining us and sharing. Uh, awesome. Quite a quite interesting. I think it's the best way to start a day. Just identifying where you are, where your mindset is, and if you are, you know, going through things. I think, especially thinking, having a nice thought process in the morning is the best way to do this. Thank you so Definitely. much for sharing, and we'll chat to you next time. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it, and have an awesome day. And uh, before you go, sorry, sorry, Quentin, where can we find yes. you if someone would like to get uh, in touch with you? Yes, yeah, you can find me Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all the social media platforms. My handle is exactly the same on all of them. It's um, Quentin Sanders SA, like South Africa, Quentin Sanders SA. You can find me there. Awesome. Great stuff. Have yourself a great Thanks. Thursday. You too. Cheers, eh? bye. And bye for now. We'll take a small break. And uh, when we get back, e-job, e-job. Farmers say new shearing shed rams will improve wool clip, increasing profits. For now, let's have some Paul Simon. 50 ways to leave your lover. Ooh.